You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. Everybody makes mistakes, but I've made the big mistakes. So what now? Let's get into it. you here on the bridge loud my name is matt king and i'm joined by the founder of mission usa glenn fitzgerald let's do this also joined by the director of mission usa production producer of the show jed brewer oh yeah we're answering a question that came to the bridge loud at gmail.com where you're welcome to write in your questions whenever you want this week's question says everybody makes mistakes but i've made the big mistakes so what now and glenn what now indeed well, yeah, I think for me, I when I mess up, it I feel like I'm sort of in a different category somehow. Like yeah. I'm, no. I'm in a different group. You know, I have to go over and sit with those people now. It's like know. when there's this teacher in the school and everybody kind of debates us. Like, but I'm super disappointed in you. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. For for me, it was like that. You got to do study hall now, and you got to go <laughs> to the thing. 
and you're with the other people who are bad now. You know, yeah. this, is, this is my new uh, tribe here. But so I think for us, it's it's about really taking that sense of feeling disqualified out and examine that and yeah. ask, are you different because you make a mistake? Yeah, a good uh, litmus test for that be when you look around, do you see only morally good people getting good things? (laughs) And, John, I think there is there's also a social element to this, which is I screwed up. If you're making what you what you in your question title, the big mistakes, the big mistakes tend to happen somewhat publicly. Yeah, they do. So there's an as Glenn's pointing out, there's a little bit of I'm looking down on myself. There's a potent amount of everybody else seems to be joining in that parade. Yeah. So how do we start to, as Glenn is saying, kind of divorce ourselves from that when there's so much emotion tied up in it? That's a great question. Bottom line, we live in a culture and society that loves hating on people. I mean, we love it. That's our favorite pastime. And, you know, when you, Matt, is so right that the big mistakes are really the public mistakes, when you screw up publicly, man, it's a dog pile. It's just everybody wants to get a piece of, uh, you know, that guy's the worst, and I always said so. Didn't I say so? I always knew he was the worst. And that's a terrible feeling, man. So you've got this weird thing where, as Glenn says, it feels like you've been relegated to the dregs now you've you've been cast down and you know everybody's looking down on you and if it's you know if it's me i feel like there's no good stuff coming you know uh good stuff is for good people and i'm not one of the good people so i won't get to have any good stuff so pretty much i'm like screwed in three separate directions all at the same time you know i'm 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 part of the bad people and everybody hates me and there's nothing good coming in my life that's that is not good. That is not a good way to feel. And I think it's particularly rough because we know there's at least a grain of truth in it in that I have made some mistakes. You know, this isn't my imagination, at least not all of it. So it can feel like I'm doomed and there's no way to fix this. There's just that that's just it. The question that we need to get into is is that true? Is there a way to fix this? Is there a way to improve it? Is there something that we can do or are we stuck? I think that's a great point. It's worth pointing out, as we do often on the show, that our day job is working with folks coming out of drug addiction, coming out of gangs, coming out of jail. They've made the big mistakes. Yeah. I'm talking about I sold grandma's dog so I could buy drugs. Yeah. I'm talking about, and this is 100% true, I robbed a cop's house twice. <laughs> same cop. Same cop, same house, just went back for more. Those are the big mistakes. And here's the thing. To look at those people today, you'd never know. That's right. They've made huge improvements. We've seen that. Every day of our lives, and that's why we want to talk to you about it. When we come back right here on the Bridge Loud.
back to the Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Well, I never sold my grandmother's dog. Well, that, that does put you in a different category than some people. Yeah, I feel like I'm a better man because of that. <laughs> I've cleared the low bar. That's right. So joining us to the show, the man who puts music together, Jed Brewer. Did you lease grandma's dog to people depending on their credit history? Well, no, I did once. Rent a schnauzer? I, I, rent, I did once pretend that I had lost a dog so I could talk to a girl sure. and ask her had she seen it. Well, that's we've all been there. Sure. That's that's not a great long-term plan. No, it's not. Because you either got to produce a dog. <laughs> right. Or you got to explain why we didn't find the dog, but why don't we just go grab lunch anyway? That's, I'll push through. I discovered that very thing. <laughs> it's a conundrum. I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. We are continuing to answer the question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, everybody makes mistakes, but I've made the big mistakes. If you missed the first segment, that's where the dog sewing came in. Yeah. So what now? And Glenn, we ended that last segment with Jed making a very good point of it's easy to get a kind of buried under the emotion mm-hmm. and the judgment of other people. As we, we mentioned, the big mistakes tend to be ones that what makes them big is you can't hide them. Yeah. Right. Somebody saw this. So, but examining that idea of is, there, is it really as hopeless as that emotion may let us seem? So what's some good news on that? Well, I think the good news is that it's not too late. Yeah. I think that's one of the first things I say to myself is, you know, probably I should have dealt with this sooner and it's now it's out of control. It's just too late to make this thing right. As long as you're on the green side of the grass, it's not too late. Recognize you may it may take a minute to figure that out and pull yourself up, and that's what we're here for. If you you don't know what to do with that, give us a call, get get us on the the social medias and all that stuff. We're ready to help you with that, but recognize it's not too late. Absolutely, check us out at thebridgeloud at gmail.com or facebook.com slash bridgecoggy if you want to reach out to us that way. And Jed, I think another thing that's worth looking at here is one of the other things that get overwhelm us with that emotion is the idea of I have to get from bad to good. Yeah. And I think one of the things that hurts us by is discounting the very helpful idea of better. Sure. How do we focus on the ability to make things better on the way to being good? That's a great question. Let's start with what you can't do. You can't erase your past. You can't make it be like it didn't happen. That's that's not a possibility. And you can't jump from bad to everything you've ever wanted. That There is no such thing as that. But here's what you can always do, and this is part of what Glenn is saying, is you can always make it better. Your situation, doesn't matter how bad it is today, tomorrow can be a little bit better than today was. Guaranteed. We, we work with men uh, and women day in and day out. And that's the whole thing is let's make this better. You can make today better. You can make tomorrow a little bit better than that. If you chain a bunch of days like that together, you wouldn't believe how much better things can get a little ways down the road. Your future can bear zero resemblance in a very positive way to your past, as in no one would believe where you've been based on uh, where you are in your future. And that's really, really good news. The question is, how do we do that? How do we actually take a hold of that better for our for tomorrow and for the future? And how do we avoid repeating these mistakes that we've made so that they kind of shipwreck all that improvement? So how do we actually pull that off? It's a great question. As we mentioned, we have seen a lot of people do that very thing. So we can give you some advice on that when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud.
Bridge Loud. We're back to you here on the Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Uh, I, I I don't have a dog, and I can admit that freely today. What was your fake dog's name? Fluffles. <laughs> you really went for it. Yeah, I did. I mean, yeah, a guy looking for a dog named Fluffles is a that that's a that's a guy you want to get to know. Sure. Almost hard to believe that plan fell apart. Well, it it really really did. <laughs> also joining us, producer of the show, Jed Brewer. I sure do miss Fluffles. There you go. Bulletproof. We're going to answer the question that came in to the bridge at gmail.com. This week's question says, everybody makes mistakes, but I've made the big mistakes. So what now? And Glenn, we closed that last segment out with Jed walking us through a very important idea, which is that the goal is not to erase the bad things you did. The goal is not to have an amazing, totally put together life tomorrow. The goal is to make things better. Right. And he point, as he pointed out, if you string enough better together for long enough, you might be surprised how quick you can get to pretty good. That's that's right. I mean, when you look at uh, your life, my life, a lot of the good stuff I do is out of good habits that I have. A lot of bad stuff I do is out of bad habits that I have. And we we tend to to, to think I I make a, I have a bunch of dumb ideas. And I do a bunch of dumb things off of that. But a lot of it is me just kind of going with the flow and not changing that channel, not not going against the grain enough. If you can cultivate that sense within yourself, uh, uh, get new habits going, change the habits that you have, it can really be tough to do. It can, and it's hit and miss at first and all that kind of stuff. But if you're patient with yourself and you keep going that direction, those habits can be changed into more positive habits. That's a great point. One, one bad I ha- habit I have in my life I'm trying to break is oftentimes I will pass off things, smart things Glenn has said, as if I said them. Ah, I'm trying to turn that around. One thing uh, Glenn has mentioned uh, previously in our day job, and I think he's mentioned on the show for is you'd be shocked how few decisions in a day you make. Yeah. That To that habit point, he'll say, is the number of questions like, well, good job, what happened? Well, the boss said this, so I had to. Or she said that, so I. And Jed, when we look at how to make good decisions, maybe we start with just focusing on how we make decisions, that may mean outside help. Absolutely right. If you want different results, then you got to do something different. If you're going to do something different, why not get an expert to help you? There's people that are really good at making these kind of changes. Use that to your advantage, man. So I'll give you a couple examples. If um, struggling with drinking, if, if problem drinking is a problem for you, AA is set up to help you make new habits, to help right. you live a new kind of life. Could you figure out how to do that purely on your own? I guess. But why would you? Right. Why make it ten times harder than you need it to be? Mm-hmm. Same thing. Maybe you need to uh, – fitness is an issue. Maybe drop some pounds whatnot. Weight Watchers is a great program. Yeah. They're really good at this. They, they want to help. Could you do it on your own? I guess. But why would you? Take right. advantage of that help. That's what they're there for, man. They're really good at it. Similarly, maybe you have other problems in your life. Talk to a counselor. Talk to a therapist. Their whole job is to know how to help you make changes. That's the whole thing. Their whole job is to say, I know you need better habits. Let's do it. Let's do it together. We'll be a team. We'll figure it out. What you're doing is you're taking something that could be really hard if you're doing it on your own, and you're turning it into something that you absolutely can do, you can pull off, and you can live into that brighter, better future. And if you don't know where to start with getting that help in your local area, email us, bridgeloud at gmail.com. We can help you get some leads, and we'll be back right here on the Bridge Loud. You are not a man that you change your mind This is not a plan where someday I'll find that you've given up Run out of love 
We are back to you on the Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Fluffles had one ear that went up and the other one was kind of cocked to the side. Do you like that? Yeah. Just really scruffy and adorable. Yeah. And I miss him so much. Sure. So adorable. We have to find him. Yeah. That's right. Maybe he's in this brunch spot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> also joining us, producer of the show, the Manifest News together, Jed Brewer. I just feel like Fluffles would want me to carry on without him That's and right. have brunch with you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's all the turn. Yeah. You gotta make the turn. You gotta make the turn. And also make sure that she's not going to tell everyone in your town <laughs> what kind of a jerk you yeah. are. That's uh, tough to live now. <laughs> we are continuing to answer. Well, in theory, it's a, non, it's a non-Fluffles-related question. Yeah. They're all. This question came to the bridgelot.com. says, everybody makes mistakes, but I've made the big mistakes. So what now? You, you know what Fluffles' favorite snack was? Tell me. The secret sauce. The secret sauce! So, Glenn, as we mentioned earlier, this is, this is really in our wheelhouse. Uh, people yeah. who made, like, big mistakes, like... Life sentence mistakes, like can't use their real name anymore. Mistakes. We've right. worked with all of them. Yeah. And again, that pro- there's are people who have made real strides in their lives, have a much sure. better life. So, what are some of those underpinning things? This is a hard thing to do. We don't mm-hmm. discount that. That we say to kind of keep that moving. Well, yeah. And our work is is to not only help them break those habits, but to use a new spiritual life and draw some spiritual strength from God in order to make those changes. And I think. The main thing we need to get our minds around if we're going to do that is that God doesn't have categories of sin and he doesn't have categories of sinners. And there's imperfect peoples all we have down here on planet Earth. This is once we understand that and we understand that's God's perspective towards us, then we can get down to all this other stuff that we we're talking about. If I feel like I'm in a different category, I can't be forgiven. If I feel like I've, I can't get all this back, then I'm really going to have a hard time digging out from underneath. I think that's a really sharp point, and it really is. If you haven't done too much reading the Bible, if you only got a lot of that secondhand, you might be surprised how much exactly that point of this is for screw-ups comes up. Directly out of the mouth of Jesus, phrases like, it's not the healthy you need a doctor, it's the sick. Um, like, the blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Um, kind of all around when Jesus was on earth, there were people trying to say, don't you want to come and hang out with us respectable button-down church types? And uh, he was hanging out with the drunks and the sex workers and the crooks and saying, no, I think these, these are the people I'm here for. This is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm turning them around. If you think you're so, uh, you think you have so much on the ball that you don't need my help turn it around, then what could I even do for you? It's that idea, as Glenn is saying, of don't disqualify yourself. If Jesus is offering it, and he's, you know, Jesus, then don't talk yourself out of that before you've even tried it, because you'd be surprised how much good stuff there is out there for you, and we'll see you next week right here on The Bridge Loud. All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of The Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it. I was singing deep in sea